We are I. Good morning, everybody. Monday, the furthest point away from Friday that we can get in this archaic, arbitrary system of Monday to Friday means something, and so it is nine to five instead of just living life. I know it's kind of like an interesting concept to be able to talk about, like why does our our life revolve around five days and eight hours, and why do we overvalue that? Just some food for thought because it has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about on the podcast today at all. Zero. What I want to talk about today is something that just drives me bananas all the time. Every time I get to a conversation where people just don't understand why they are leveraging such a strong position or when they get to the critical mass of their thought process that there's no... There's no perspective. There's no leaning in to be able to understand or challenge themselves. Why do I think this way? Or why am I so entrenched? Or is there holes in this theory? Now, this comes by way of a conversation that I had with a air quotes ethical vegan on the weekend. Now, I want to start this off by saying that my best friend, his wife, and their two children are the pretty much 100% vegan. The kids are, parents are more kind of pescatarian. But I got love. You know, you don't have to be on a carnivore diet, nor do I think a carnivore diet or any diet that I choose to embark on and see success in is for everybody in the masses and the whole population. I don't. I authentically don't. All I know is what's best for me. And if you want to try a version of what I have found to be the best for me, that's fine. But I am not trying to change the world. I'm just trying to change myself. So I get in this conversation and we simply just start talking. You know, like just tell me why. Because I always like to know, especially the ethical side. Because I think the ethical side of being a vegan is really, is really murky. Because when do you stop being ethical? And that's always my my posed question is when do you stop being ethical? Because to be a vegan, you have to stop being ethical at some point in time. The second question I always ask is, have you ever got your glyphosate levels checked? The reason why, let's dive into number two first, because the reason why that I ask this is because if you are eating a plant-based diet, we can automatically assume that your glyphosate levels are probably high because there's no way that you're growing these fruits and vegetables, you know, lentils, rice, greens, anything that you're eating, there's absolutely no way that you're growing all this at home. Which means that you're a part of a greater food network, a greater food system where you are getting food from all around the world. It The boxes are getting sprayed with stuff. You know, like the crops are getting sprayed with stuff. And if you get anything that's in North America, there's a very high likelihood that the there's glyphosate in it because that's just the world we live in today. And do you know, 
Because the contrary to this argument is like, well, with a with an ethical vegan, just on the what's in our food side is just like, well, you're being pumped full of hormones and antibiotics. And it's like, well, yes and no. And not that I agree with it or like it, but the, at least I can admit that. But the one thing I know is at least we're taking steps in Canada for beef not to have antibiotics in it. Does it mean that there's still hormones in it? Sure. Does it mean that there's still hormones in the poultry? Sure, absolutely. Is there antibiotics in the poultry? Sure, absolutely. Do I like that? Absolutely not. Do I take steps routinely all the time in my personal life to be able to source food from other places that doesn't? I do. Is it perfect? No. Am I happy with that? No. That's my position. That's my position on could I, do I want to eat hormone and antibiotic free, free range, grass fed, pasture raised, any kind of meat of any source? 100%. And one day, I absolutely hope to be able to achieve that. Now, on the flip side of that is, as a vegan, could you do that? Could you you 100% wholly rely on if you had a farm if I had a farm and I raised cattle and chickens some turkey you know maybe some ducks if I raised all these things and I went hunting and I I had all my own meat sources I knew exactly where they were coming from and I knew exactly what was in it could you do that as a vegan I don't I don't think so. I don't know for sure. I don't know what kind of farm you'd have to have to be able to be that well-rounded and to be able to have those resources available to you all year round. But then when you get into this whole, you know, like, do you know what your glyphosate levels are? Like, is that a concern to you? And when I run into most ethical vegans, it's not even a, a point that they leverage. So like my question always there is, well, why is this animal's health more important than yours? Because we know what glyphosate does to our body. And there's never an answer. I haven't come across a vegan yet to date who can explain to me why it's okay to have elevated levels of glyphosate and pesticides, herbicides of any kind in one's body. And if they've ever got that checked. It's like this huge missing component to it. In a, in a very real one. But I can repeatedly ask the question, I repeatedly asked the question on the weekend multiple times to only complete dodging of it. Like it just doesn't even like, that's why we should be eating organic. And it's like, well, yeah, but no, that's not the question I asked. The question that I asked was, have you ever got your glyphosate levels checked? And if they were high, would you be concerned about that? And if they were high, what would you do to change that? Knowing presumably you're doing and eating the best version of a vegan diet that you can. So what do we do? What do you do then? Then I get into this first part of the conversation that I was originally talking about. And this to me is like the biggest component, but it's like, where do you decide to stop being ethical? Now, this is a question that she couldn't answer at all. Not even like, it, it was just a deer in the headlights and complete 
I don't even like just like not even willing to be able to consider that this may be a component to her lifestyle. Now, I will kind of zero in on the part that we talked about as a way that I could, you know, challenge her thinking of like, what is ethical? And where do you stop being ethical? So almost all vegans and non vegans eat avocados. We know this. Avocado sales have gone through the roof. They were the, the chicken breast of 15 years ago. They were the bison meat of 10 years ago. Like, we, we know this. But I said to her, I'm like, do you know that in Mexico, where they're growing a lot of these avocados, like, they're completely diverting streams and rivers. They're completely sucking these streams and rivers dry to be able to make sure there's enough water to be able to grow these avocados. So I said... If you eat an avocado, if you support avocados being grown and you want avocados to be grown because you're vegan, because you don't want to hurt an animal, but yet in the making of that, it's completely sucked this river system dry, this creek system dry. And then there's all the biological life that was supported by that creek or that river. What about all the, the biological life that lived in that creek or river? What about all the biological life that gravitated toward that creek and river, arguably for hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years to be able to get water? What about those animals? Where did they go? Did they suffer so that you could have your avocado? And then never mind, what about all the chemicals that were sprayed on those avocados those pesticides, pesticides that we know got sprayed on them that killed all those pests to be able to grow those avocados. Or what about how, because we need all those avocados, that it now becomes a monocrop and how monocropping is terrible, terrible for ecological systems. No answer. Nothing. Complete diversion to be able to talk about something else. When I entered the avocado monocropping system or perspective into the conversation, the flip side of this for her was, well, monocropping is typically for to be able to feed animals. It's for feed production. And I'm like, sure, fair enough. It is. I'm not denying that. But I'm not talking about corn at all. I'm talking about avocados. So how about we stick to avocados and we don't divert this conversation to corn? Can we agree to stick there? So tell me, out of the thousands, thousands of different biological entities that were reliant on that water that's no longer there, or how about the humans, the small farmers in Mexico that heavily relied for generations and generations and generations have had their family farms along these rivers and some of the big companies in Mexico that have government influence or the Mexican government itself nationalized portions of this to be able to take that waterway. And now these farmers have no livelihood. So where does the ethical side kick in? And where does the ethical line get drawn and say, I am no longer ethical past this point? It's, a, it's an interesting question not to be able to answer. 
you know, then it always get, get diverts back. Well, you know, chickens, you know, laying these eggs and, you know, milking cows and pumping them with hormones to be able to force milk production when they're not even calving. It's like, yeah, I get all that, but it's not the conversation we're having. When do you decide to be able to draw the ethical line in the sand and say, I no longer choose to be ethical because I also need to eat? This is the interesting point to me. Because it's this gray area that nobody wants to touch. Which I don't understand why. Maybe you can understand why. Maybe if you have a perspective on this that you can send me a DM or a text or an email and explain this position to me because I thoroughly don't understand. And like, why? Those are my two primary arguments to vegans that I just, I would like an answer to. And it's not that I'm like, oh, I got you guys stumped. It's like, no, not at all. Not one bit. It's just, I'm curious why those two things are never discussed. I know being a vegan is not for me. I know what my my health statistics were like when I became plant-based. You know, and when I explained I went through all this diet or dietary experimentation with all these professionals and tracked over a year, it's the first thing I run into with every single plant-based person. Well, what were you eating? And I'm like a plant-based diet. After that, it doesn't matter because I'm not trying to eat a perfect system on any way these diets because not the average person would, nor is anybody. So for me to say I'm going to be the absolute perfect, most meticulous vegan during that month is so unrealistic. It's the same reason why I'm not going to eat elk and moose for an entire month while I'm carnivore. And it's like they feel every time I get in a conversation with the vegan, that's the, the apex where they feel like they got me <clears throat> where I say, no, I didn't eat a perfect diet. Yeah. I eat Indian food from a restaurant that was vegan. There's like, well, there's so much oil in this and that. And it's like, well, yeah. But at the end of the day, I also ate bacon on the carnivore diet. I probably even ate all beef hot dogs. Like the system wasn't created for perfection. The system was based on like, what would the average person do with the resources they have available to them? And that's what happened to my health. So I have a lot to be able to talk about after this beginning. We're going to talk a lot about it this week coming up. Um, because I also subsequently ran into a woman named Roxy, who is a former vegan turned carnivore and now runs a support group for recovering vegans. And I thought, what a great term. Super cool. And uh, we'll chat about that tomorrow. So hope you guys have a great Monday. And if either one or sorry, if anybody can answer either one of those two questions or know somebody who would like to have a conversation about them, feel free to reach out because I would love to embark down a conversational jungle gym with with somebody in regards to those two questions so have a great day great week power through and hope everybody had a great weekend